Hi friends! Hey! My name is Sasha. And I'm Mia. And this is the Drawing Club podcast. Yes. So, what are we doing here? So, we're starting a podcast. Yes. <laughs> about is... drawing and creativity and... Yeah. And whatever we do. Yeah. Yes, this is like the first podcast either of us have ever done. So yes. we're going to be awkward and, yeah. <laughs> and lost and scared and we're not sure if everything's working. So this is going to be like experimental. Yeah, please bear with us as we like work out the kinks and uh, get better at this hopefully. Yes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. clears throat> But the idea of this mm -hmm. uh, was that... Uh, well, it's called The Drawing Club, so we're gonna draw together with you, the listeners. Yes! And hopefully <laughs> we have the listeners. <laughs> you don't exist yet, because you don't even know that we have a podcast, but exactly. we're really excited for you to see and hear us. Yes. Uh, so every episode we're gonna be drawing something. Yes. And you're gonna see it this camera <laughs> yeah if you're watching us on video if you're listening to us on like a podcast app or whatever then you can just hear us but we're like both a video and audio podcast yes, yes. <laughs> and uh we'd be happy if you join us and you draw something too yes. or you can also just watch and listen however it works yes yeah so what are we talking about today Today, uh, since a lot of you maybe don't know us yet or anything, we're kind of going to be introducing ourselves and talking about how we got into drawing and how we learned to draw, kind of our drawing journey maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And since like a lot of people ask us like how we learned to draw, where did we start it, we thought it would be like uh, an interesting thing to <laughs> talk about it and compare also and like uh just kind of think about like the actual process of learning exactly how, how it works and where it starts and does it ever end <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yes. <laughs> uh, short answer no <laughs> yeah. but yeah well that brings us to so why are we drawing here who are we even <laughs> yeah <laughs> who, are true. You, Sasha? <laughs> who are you uh, well i'm an illustrator and i live in helsinki and i draw most of the time and I sell my drawings for a living and make uh, products with them like postcards and pins and all the cute things I can think of and also I do custom drawings for people uh, portraits mainly for now yeah but yeah and I use all kinds of mediums uh, mm. like nowadays mostly digital maybe but mm. uh, today I'm using gouache Yes. And I think, at least for me in this podcast, I would like to concentrate on uh, physical materials. Yeah, I think that will be like, I think that's a good idea mm -hmm. <laughs> to do. Because, yeah, like same, digital is so like easy to go mm -hmm. to. But this will be also a nice challenge for us, I think, to get like work with other materials. Yes. And what about you? Who are you? Yeah, so <laughs> I'm Mia and I'm also an illustrator. Uh, pretty much like the same story. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm from Finland and I also live in the Helsinki area. And yeah, um, I draw for a living. Um, I sell illustrated goods in my online sh shop. And I also do custom portraits and 
yeah, I also do YouTube videos and but yeah, yeah, so like <laughs> creative stuff. Yes. Mostly illustration yes. related. And we are friends. We often yes. like uh, draw together <laughs> but also just hang out together. So we thought this would be a perfect combination to do this project. Exactly. Because we talk a lot. <laughs> yes. And we have a like we like to talk about a lot of different things. Yes. So we wanted to talk about those things to other people. Yes. You. Because <laughs> we have a lot of fun talking about these things. Yes. And we enjoy each other's company. So I don't know. Maybe it might be enjoyable for someone else. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> yes. And also, because this is called the Drawing Club, we also host a drawing club here in Helsinki. Uh, Helsinki Drawing Club that meets once a month where we kind of do this, but without like a topic of discussion, but we just get together and draw and it's open for everyone. So yeah. this is, I mean, I, I think you could kind of consider this a continuation of yes, that in yeah. a way. And I mean, we named this the drawing club also, so. Yeah, yeah. it feels similar, but yeah. this is the online version. So yes. <laughs> those of you who are not in Helsinki can also join us exactly. and draw with us. Yes. Yes. But should we start with our... Um, works. Yes, so what are you drawing today? Uh, well, since we are talking about ourselves today, I drew a little, or like I sketched a little self-portrait of me, mm -hmm. and I'm in this picture, I'm holding <laughs> my cats. Uh, so I have two cats. I have had one cat for 10 years, and recently, like only this month, I got a second cat. So now I'm a person who has two cats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm. Um, and it's a kitty. It's, it's yes. like she's still young. Yeah. She's yeah. A kitten. I met it's her a... twice. <laughs> she's adorable. Yeah. So of course now all I'm thinking about is cats. So when I was drawing myself, I was I need to draw my cats. <laughs> yeah, you were already joking earlier how you were kind of seeing cats all around. Yes. Like the mics we are using, they're small and like fluffy. Yes. And I'm like these are kittens. <laughs> yeah. Just kittens yeah. everywhere. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And what about you? What are you drawing? Well, I'm also drawing a self-portrait, um, but I'm holding a plant because I am sadly without any uh, cat or dog or any other kind of furry friends uh, because my partner is allergic. Mm -hmm. So I live vicariously through <laughs> like other um, people who, who do take care of animals <laughs> yeah. who I get to meet and hang out with. So yeah, I'm, I'm holding um, a plant because I, I do have a lot of plants. You can see some of them like here in the background. Yeah, yes, we're, we're in my place. place. Yeah, we're yeah. in my home. <laughs> it's really cozy and it has so many plants. So many plants. So I'm like obviously compensating. I need someone to take care of, mm. okay? Like, or more than one person. Yeah. <laughs> I need other living beings. So that's plants for me at the moment. So yeah, I'm just hugging a plant and yeah. I guess we could get to yeah, let's get to painting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and what are you using today? Oh, yes. Uh, I have my watercolor set with me. Um, yes, so I'm painting this. And I'm not sure... I also have colored pencils, so I think I might either line the work with watercolors at the end, or I might do pencil, but I think I'll just go <laughs> with the flow. <laughs> yeah. Just see how it goes. And I have coffee, because we're doing this... I mean, it's not morning anymore, but um, it's early enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We still need coffee. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm using gouache. I have some 
of these pre-mixed colors that I made in these mm. tiny boxes. I bought like a um, a set of standard color gouache and then I mixed a bunch of um, colors that uh, suit my work better. But then I also have some um, standard colors here and I have black ink. So I think I'm going to line with ink afterwards. Oh, nice. Do you like to like line your pieces after you paint usually or <laughs> <laughs> I already dipped my um paint in the water that I was drinking. <laughs> of course, yeah. I mean that like <laughs> but before I even used this one. <laughs> so actually you should just switch and drink from this. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> True, I should. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Typical painting fail that yeah, happened to me right away. Like the, yeah. <laughs> the thing to watch out for. Yes. Yeah, so I was asking you if you typically uh, line your works after painting or if you do it before. Cause after. I, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've done both. Mm. Um like, I used to always paint first and then line, but then I decided to try it the other way and I actually got really into it and then I was doing that for, like, mm-hmm. a year. But now I feel like, like, yeah, I want to paint first and then line so I don't have to make all the decisions <laughs> yeah. in the beginning. But it kind of, um, like, when you paint first and then line, it kind of looks weird up until the moment you line. You're kind of thinking, oh, this didn't turn out at all. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Envisioned it. Yeah. Uh, and you fear, like, it's a failure, but then it kind of pulls it all together mm. in the end. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I kind of like it. I didn't, Like, I first paint and then I kind of fix it with, mm. <laughs> with lining. Yeah. And then it comes together. And I really like the process of, like... Because, yeah, when you just paint, it's kind of like loads of blobs. And then yeah. and then with the line, it's kind of like, okay, now it, now it looks like a yeah. proper piece. Yeah, it actually looks like something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now I dip my, um, my brush into both. <laughs> I'm oh just going to drink coffee. I'm not going to drink any water. <laughs> you can have some of my water if you get really thirsty. Yes. Uh, so, yes, we also have a topic actually yes. so our like drawing journeys or something like that yes um do you want to start should i start i don't know mm, well uh, if you like because i get this very quite often when mm-hmm. people ask how did you learn to mm. draw so how how would you like answer that question that is so tricky because there's not like like any one thing that clicked and then I could draw or something and for me I mean well this will be like uh interesting because for us our like drawing journeys have been kind of very different I think Mm -hmm. because I've heard you talk about this obviously we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. um but yeah for me like uh drawing was something like it was my favorite thing to do like growing up I just like was always drawing And, like, making up stories about the drawings and about the characters. And it was just something I always kind of did. But I I, I didn't really feel like I was, like, ever, like, the best drawer or, Mm. like, the most talented or anything. But I I just, like, loved it. But then, uh, yeah, then as, like, as an adult, I was studying at the university. Like, not nothing art-related. So I kind of just 
like was drawing less and less and like very sporadically maybe like twice a year I would just get like this urge to draw like maybe for a birthday card for someone or something mm -hmm. Uh, and then I would always think like, oh, why, why do I never draw? Like, this is so cool. Mm -hmm. Or, but then like other times I would try and I would try to draw something and I would just get so frustrated because I just felt so rusty. I was like, oh, this is not working. This like not turning out the way I want. And I would just get really discouraged and then not want to try for like another half a year mm -hmm. or something. Um, so yeah, but then... Then actually when I graduated, I is when I got into drawing because suddenly I had all this free time and I was a bit like in this, I was kind of trying to figure out what I want to do in my, like in my life mm -hmm. like as a job and uh, like the kinds of jobs that like people, <laughs> that people do with my education, they just like, uh, I was just like terrified. They were just making me like really anxious thinking about like having, like, I don't know. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. So I just suddenly like started drawing and I just completely rediscovered it, like my love for it. I also started like watching a lot of like artists on YouTube and like discovered like Instagram like the art side of Instagram and everything and I got so inspired and I just got like sucked into this mm. uh world of drawing again and then okay I'm just going on this very long and it's very good to talk yeah. about it. yeah no it's, yeah. it's very nice <laughs> and um but yes so then like I was thinking then like about wanting to share my art also with people because that was something I did as a teenager on DeviantArt yeah. back in the days. <laughs> um, but then I was really scared too. Mm. I just always felt like I had this idea for so many years that I'm just not like ready yet. Like I just need to get a little bit better before I can start doing this. And I think this is something you can relate to yes. as well. So, but then when I finally did, I actually just realized that that, like, inspired me even more. Like, hearing, like, getting feedback for my art uh, and just sharing it made me, like, so much more inspired to, like, draw more and to improve. And I saw, like, so much improvement within, like, maybe that first year of, like, just taking drawing, like, I wasn't drawing daily, but I was drawing, like, several days a week, I think. Yeah. So that, like... Uh, that period in my life, which was like, I think three years ago now, maybe I, I rediscovered drawing. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, so then like from that point to now is when I've been kind of really focusing on it and like actively kind of trying to improve mm. my drawing. So like <laughs> to answer the question, just spend your life drawing. <laughs> <laughs> more or less but you have a very different answer to this I, I think at least like time wise time frame wise yeah well yeah for me like in a way I kind of I, I know it's not true but I kind of mm. still identify as someone who doesn't know how to draw but like not really? in, but but like in in this general sense because uh, always like the the culture I grew up in, or like maybe just the environment I grew up in, there was like a lot of this um, 
the notion of like talent was very important and talent mm. is something you're born with mm. and this is something you're kind of like predisposed to so mm. it's something that kind of comes easy to you so i was born with a music talent because <laughs> uh, yeah, you're also a musician yes i'm yeah. also a musician and uh, as a kid i played violin uh in music school and i and like my parents uh discovered that i had this talent from like very early age before uh, like kindergarten age i think when mm. when i was like three years old i they got a piano in our home and I was already playing I didn't know how to play but I was just wow. like having fun with it and uh, and they could see that like I'm good at it so that's what they like pursued for me mm-hmm. I went to the music school and I learned to play violin mm. uh, and kind of like that was obvious that this is the way I should be creative because this is what my talent is. Mm. I'm, like, for those listening, I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. I don't believe in talent. Or like maybe yeah. I do believe in this, that some things come easier uh, to some people mm-hmm. than to others. But sure. that is not something that should define your life. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I, yeah, I was, of course, drawing when I was like really young, like almost all kids do. Yeah. But then... Uh, then I kind of stopped and then I didn't draw for a really long time and I think when then maybe when I was not even in high school I think I was already in the university and I was Mm -hmm. studying engineering but I like I I got this urge to be creative in other ways than music yeah I was doing music like all the time I was playing in bands and um, doing some things with my partner and also just like playing by myself having some like 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 just for fun Mm -hmm. maybe playing guitar at home and stuff like that so I was doing a lot of music but I also uh since like I had a band and we were for example putting out records so I wanted to maybe make some cover art or maybe Mm. make a poster for the show or something I like I had this urge that I want to be creative visually Mm -hmm. but I didn't really have the tools I was like really bad at it because I just never practiced it uh, but I still did it. And now when I look back at those things, they look really ugly to me. But I'm so happy that I like tried those things because I think that was like when I kind of started to be visually creative and try mm-hmm. out things like drawing and designing and like hand lettering and things like that. Yeah. I think we actually have like one of your posters like for show yeah. on our wall because Oli played my partner playing one yeah, of the shows. Yeah. And I love that poster yeah that so one was already like a better one there were things before that <laughs> yeah i mean some things came out like better than others and some things i was like really proud of mm. uh and i mean back then i was proud of like a lot of things that i know i'm not but it doesn't matter like yeah, but these that's things are, yeah that's yeah growth. yeah but i think uh, then when i started my own like visual uh like visual products-based business I was Mm. still mostly like making stationery I I was binding books I'm still binding books and that was when when was this that you started it's been a few years right because it was before yeah yeah I think I I graduated in 2013 Mm. and I was already uh, binding books then so maybe in like at least in 2013 maybe even in 2012 that I at least that I learned to do it yeah 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 Wow. Yeah. So, wow. So like <laughs> six or seven years. 
Amazing. Uh, yeah, and that was my main thing at first. But mm-hmm. then because I was designing the covers and designing like my business cards and things like that, I of course, because I was already uh, being visually creative for a while, I was I wanted to do all those creative things mm-hmm. myself, even though I still didn't consider myself like a designer or illustrator or artist in any way. Mm-hmm. I still wanted to do those things. So I kind of gradually that kind of turned into illustration. Like my drawings would get more and more uh, uh, further away from like pattern or something mm. very like geometric or very designy and more into like, uh, I don't know, illustrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's the word. But anyway, yeah. And then I kind of realized that, oh, yeah, I really enjoy this. I actually would rather like draw more and learn to draw more. And I think that's when I actually started like, okay, I actually need to learn this. Mm. I want to like learn things. I want to be able to, yeah, because I couldn't draw people, for example, in the beginning. I was only drawing objects. And then I was like, okay, I want to learn to draw people. And I drew some people and they like, now that I look back at it again, it looks really ugly. But uh, back then I was like, oh my God, I can actually like draw people and I'm really happy that like you also were really supportive at the time yes. and you were like this is amazing and now I'm yes. like looking and it's like how did you <laughs> think that was amazing but I think like I still started sharing it even mm. though like now when I look back at it it looks like I was like how did I even want to share this this looks so much worse but I think it's still good that I was sharing all these um again <laughs> air quotes ugly stuff yeah uh because yeah because sharing your work uh gives you this uh kind of uh, like you get uh encouragement even yes. if it's not a lot even if it's yes. just one person commenting yes uh, this is great you still get this encouragement and uh or even showing it to your friends Mm. Uh, even I think showing it to you and to my partner and maybe like yeah. a couple people I trusted and them saying that oh this is great like already like gives you encouragement and then I yes. just kept working on it and yeah and I think then that's when maybe like the the drawing part the learning part of drawing mm. started for me uh, when I actually got more into like illustrating Mm. and yeah and then it's just by doing like the Mm. short answer for me for how you learn to draw like you just draw yeah if you want to learn to draw people start drawing people yeah and and they're gonna not gonna look like what you want to see yeah and then you just um think okay what is wrong with this and then Mm. just try to do it better next time or like you don't even have to analyze it every time you can just draw and draw and uh, you can try to analyze it, but even if you just draw it again, the next time it's going to be better. Yeah. Uh, and of course, it's not going to be like if <laughs> it's going to be better, and next time it's better and better. It's of yeah, course like it's, it's like, a curve; it yeah. goes up and down. Yeah. But uh, yeah, some days like drawing just seems to not work. Mm-hmm. Like like everything is wonky, or like the face you just can't get the faces right, mm-hmm. or something. It just and then the next day it's like oh okay. So now it looks like what I usually draw again. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely not like this. No. Yeah. yeah. But do you have any, maybe like some points uh, in your art practice that you feel like, okay, this was when I mm. 
I don't know, when your learning curve maybe went up uh, yes. drastically or maybe down? Or like, mm. are, are there some things that um, influenced your process? Yes. Uh, other than just practicing? Yes. So I think like, um, as I mentioned, like as a teenager, I was on deviant art, uh, which is like, was very much like it still is. I mean, I'm not there anymore, but it's an art site where people upload their art and that I found like so inspiring and I was like um yeah I was like kind of emulating the kinds of artworks that I found there but like like making them my own but I tried all these different kind of genres there like Mm -hmm. I would do these really angsty ink drawings and then I would do some really colorful like furry art (laughs) and, and like all these things and I think like that, and then I was also sharing it. So yeah, there was this like this feedback thing. So I think like in that, I think I was there for maybe like two or three years before I discovered photography, which then took over for like mm-hmm. several years for me. Uh, but I think that was like a period of a lot of like improvement and growth because I was just really immersed in it. Uh, and I think definitely, yeah, the second time was, yeah, like after I graduated and I discovered again like this online community and especially like YouTube uh for example I had never um like I had attempted painting with watercolors but I had no idea what I was doing and I did not like it no (laughs) it was like always really messy like the paint just wasn't doing what I wanted the colors were horrible of course I had like these really cheap like kids watercolors which I mean I'm sure like people can do amazing things with Mm. those but then I also didn't have any experience so it was just like no but then I discovered all these like tutorials or like paint with me kind of like sped up painting videos and I like So I taught myself, like, watercolor by, like, watching those. So those were, like, yeah, those were, like, amazing. I don't think without those I would have even had the patience to to learn watercolors necessarily. And, yeah. Yeah, I think, like, online communities uh, have been, like, very influential in my artistic growth, Mm. (laughs) I would say. Do you recognize like such such times or phases in your work? Yeah, well, I, I think definitely like online uh, communities have been also a big part for me, mm-hmm. and also like things like Skillshare or like whatever, like Ooh, s- some yes. of those. Like I did that for a while too. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and just that, like some other learning sites. But anyway, like mm. places where people teach what they do. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, I feel like my work in general comes in these phases. I don't know. I don't even know exactly how, like, where the, you know, like, the division of those phases come from. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to actually, like, analyze it and see if it's, like, some, um, like, if some other things in my life influence it or it's just Mm -hmm. that things just come in phases. But I always get this... Um, like I I draw pretty regularly Mm -hmm. but then at some point I would have this kind of block okay now we're back Uh, the the camera is switched off Uh, but yeah what was I talking about the the faces the phases yes Uh, so yeah yeah I was just explaining that I I am 
my learning process kind of comes in these phases mm -hmm. where I get uh, these art blocks every now and then and I get discouraged about my work and I don't really like it anymore and then I get back to drawing uh, after a while because I miss it because during this art block I, I don't draw because I don't enjoy anything <laughs> that I draw. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then when I come back, uh, the the quality of my drawings to me seem like they're on this next level. Mm. And yeah, and then after a while I uh, get used to it and then I get bored with it again and then it kind of gradually moves into this art block again. Then mm. I have to take a pause and then after that, Again, I miss it, I get back to it, I start drawing again, and the the quality is again on like this whole new level. I don't that know. That is so cool that yeah. like you found this pattern. Yeah, it's really interesting. And and I should I think I should also like learn to remind about it to myself while I'm in this art block. Mm. Because of course when I'm there I, I'm not thinking about like, oh this is just a phase and I'm gonna come back yeah, with yeah. amazing new skills. It always feels like a final thing, like, oh, maybe I'll never enjoy drawing yes, again. Exactly. <laughs> maybe I'll exactly. never draw anything I like again. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm. But that is, that's really interesting. I'm not sure if I can, like, figure out such a pattern for myself. Like, definitely, I, like, also, like, fluctuate with drawing and, like, with inspiration. And, like, I feel like nowadays, like... It's also weird, like, becoming an illustrator, you would think that you would have... <laughs> you you just have time to draw all the time. You just draw. That's your mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. But actually, I find that I'm, like, drawing so much less than I was expecting. And, um, yeah, just less than I was when I was unemployed. Which, of course, I mean, it also makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then you have all this time and no, like, pressure on you. But now it's... There's also this pressure of, like, creating illustrations that you can then, like, sell or make yeah. into products and stuff. And I think that is a lot of the times what drives, like, my art blocks that I just get so, like, burnt out out of and, like, so discouraged. Like, if something that I make is, like, I can't do anything with this. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, like, learn to kind of talk myself out of that because it, it, it's not healthy and it's not, like, good for creativity. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's so easy to get into that headspace with mm -hmm. it. Mm. Yeah, I get it. I, I get that, too. Like, uh, somehow, once you start selling your work, it feels mm -hmm. like everything you create needs to be sellable. Yeah. And uh, and then when even when you just sit down to draw for fun then you kind of is like okay this this came out nice what can i do with it mm. what can i sell it like what can i put it on yeah, yeah. <laughs> who can i sell it to and yeah that sometimes like I, of course it, i think it's like very good to earn money from your creative work but also yeah i wish it was the, the brain worked a bit differently and we weren't so like mm. uh, hung up then on the like monetizing part of it yeah yeah but also just draw for fun and yes uh, and draw for work and maybe those things could uh, sometimes intertwine or sometimes be completely separate yeah so that we don't like need to always think about 
uh, earning money from art, but sometimes just enjoy art for for yes. the creativity part and for the process. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, I find that like that's why I really enjoy Helsinki Drawing Club because yeah. that's like a chance, at least like once a month, to go somewhere and draw for three hours. And those I try to just totally like disregard. Uh, like drawing anything of like that kind of value mm. like just like very low pressure and kind of just like just enjoy the drawing yeah doesn't always work but uh, but it, it makes it easier I think to kind of like uh, have this specific kind of situation yeah. and be in a different place and like not in my studio drawing because then it's it feels more like working so. yeah yeah, but I think, yeah, it can be, like, a whole other podcast topic. Yes. About, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, learning to just draw for fun or, like, yes. uh, connecting back to how you did it as a kid. Like, why yeah. did we draw as kids? Like, yes. what, what was our motivation? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it would be nice to connect to that. Uh, yeah. That motivation also yeah. in your adult life. Yeah, like just the joy of mm. creating. Something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like play. Just yes, like yes. Sometimes you play with toys, and sometimes you play with markers or <laughs> paints or something. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. What else? Uh, do we have in relation to learning to draw? Have yeah. you ever considered uh, learning from others, like maybe like taking a course or going to art school or I don't know, having a mentor or or like any of this stuff? Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, especially like after I graduated from the university and then discovered like rediscovered the joy of drawing I was thinking a lot about like that I should maybe try and study it somehow but also like <laughs> I can't afford to do that yeah. <laughs> there's no way um <clears throat> and then I kind of um just decided to give it a go with without that so I I think like kind of this formal education um doesn't feel like something like at least right now it doesn't yeah. feel like a the option I would go for mm. but definitely yeah I'm not sure I I kind of maybe have more been craving like um maybe like taking a course on some other creative um activity mm -hmm. like I <laughs> I've taken uh, some pottery courses, <laughs> which <laughs> which has been really fun, but also a bit of a fail. <laughs> but but like yeah, I think like learning some other, because then I just think because with this job, it's so easy to kind of feel like you're working all the time. So I don't know. Then if I took even more time, like out of my kind of free time to work on this. The, these skills, I don't know. I, I kind of maybe just I'm looking for something to balance with this, but still like be creative. Yeah. So I think yeah, not not with like drawing and illustration right now. Like obviously, I use a lot of online uh, resources, like 
I watch a lot of videos and like not classes as much, but like those I enjoy because they don't take so much uh, like time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think at this point, uh, not so much like a full on. Yeah, I feel like I I, I would rather do something to balance out mm -hmm. like this this work. Have you considered doing something like that? Uh, yeah, I, I have considered going to like study to, yeah, just to um, make sure you all know we are both self-taught and neither of us yes. like studied uh, art in any yes. official setting. Uh, uh, yeah, what was I going to say? Yes, uh, definitely I've been thinking to go study illustration mm. uh, in like a higher education institution yeah. and I've been even like uh, like actually looking at programs and seeing mm. how much they cost how hard it is to get in and stuff yeah. but at least the the things that are Helsinki based like the what stopped me was that we have for example in like Aalto University Mm -hmm. uh, there is a visual communications program, so it in, includes illustration, but it's not only illustration. So mm -hmm. it has a lot of graphic design and things like that. Yeah. And when I looked at, of course, like in theory, studying graphic design doesn't sound so bad. But yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was uh, looking at the program description and uh, at the tasks that you need to do to apply... Mm -hmm. I kind of felt that it's very uh, designy and not mm. like creative enough for me personally. Like, like kind of commercial design. Yes, yes, you know? very yeah. commercial and very mm. like you know understanding your customer, solving the problems and stuff, which mm. I think is very good for like people who want to study graphic design. Yeah, and I'm sure also like in some ways like this problem solving is good also for illustrators if you want to be a commercial illustrator. Because, of course, sure. commercial clients also, um, they often, like, they have a problem that they want you to solve. They don't mm -hmm. just want you to be creative in your studio and pay money for that. Yeah, of course, yeah. there's something they need. So I'm, like, not trying to put down those skills. I think those are very important. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, and I think, like, I, I could also benefit from learning those. But at that point, I was like, I actually wish that there was... Something that would be more, uh, I don't know, it just felt too technical. It's like hard to explain because I feel that, of course, creative problem solving is also a good thing that you could learn. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I, I don't want to like put down this, <laughs> um, this whole like approach. No, no, no. But it just, at that time, it felt it wasn't for me. Yeah. I needed something more because I already studied engineering. Yeah. Uh, so I. Doesn't get. Too much more technical. Exactly. Than that. Yeah. So I would rather get more of a like creativity education. Mm. Uh, and I, I was hoping to maybe like by getting an education to work more with uh, developing like uh, the way I come up with ideas of like visual ideas. 
Yeah. And, you know, somewhat like if they taught you how to illustrate a book. Like if somebody had a book, how do you come up with uh, ways to make it visual mm-hmm. and things like that? And I felt, yeah, that that one was a bit more commercial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure there are some courses that also have that. Yeah. But I would kind of want that to be like a primary Yeah, yeah, the thing. main. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, long story <laughs> about how I realized that was not for me. But I'm still, like, I think maybe uh, at one point in my life, uh, some kind of uh, education could benefit mm-hmm. uh, me. But at this point, I feel like learning by doing yeah. and learning from people on the internet yes. uh, has been enough. yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah, also, like, then by the time, like, that I really got into the drawing, and I kind of... Because, like, you were a big inspiration for me, like, with starting my own business and, like, really thinking I could do this. So when I got, like, so I got fixated on that idea that that's what I wanted to do. So then school seemed like it would just delay that mm. and I might as well like give it a go f- like myself then like if I feel like like I am lacking <laughs> some skills that I could maybe get with education like I can always it's never too late for that but I had just been like uh, I had just studied for seven years at the university so I think it's also good <laughs> like yeah I, if I would have gone like straight back to school I think like no I, I couldn't have done that yeah so, yeah. Uh, but the, how do you feel in general with um, art, the importance of art education and like mm-hmm. general kind of thoughts about it also inside the community and like, like, mm. do you feel somehow maybe left out uh, sometimes because you don't have art education or do you feel you're liking something compared to those who do? I I think it definitely doesn't help my imposter syndrome <laughs> to kind of not have that validation of <clears throat> education. And also, yeah, I think the, like one of the biggest things is just the social network Mm-hmm. that you get like from studying with people who are all gonna do like similar jobs uh and also like working with clients already while you're studying so like getting and getting to do like already like actual projects that you can then like yeah I think this that social side helps like must help so much with getting getting those like jobs mm-hmm. And, like, getting, like, that freelance work. Yeah. Because so many of them kind of go word by mouth or... Yeah. And just to have, like, this support network. Because, of course, you can find it online, but I think it's very... It's still different and it's, like... it. I feel like I do get, like, emotional support. Well, of course, like, from me mostly <laughs> because... Uh, we're like close friends and mm. we see each other and talk about this stuff all the time but like also from the online community but like I don't know I don't talk that much with like about the I don't know like I, I just think it's different yes yeah yeah I agree and that I 
I feel I am lacking a little bit and I would like to have more mm-hmm. of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can relate to that and I've like even heard it from people like I have a family member who has a art school education mm-hmm. and I remember like when they were doing their masters uh, even though they were pretty much done with everything, they were like, no, I'm just going to st- still stay in school and like like take another semester, even though I have only like one course to finish, just mm. because as long as I'm in school, I'm like uh, broadening up my circle of like other people who do this. I'm getting to know more people. I'm like working projects with other people who also do this. So oh, it's nice. like that was like the a big part mm-hmm. of the school experience uh is the connections and the uh networking mm-hmm. uh and and also like you know co- collaborations with people that like if you work together on a school project mm-hmm. there is like always a possibility you will work together on a yeah uh bigger project outside of school later yeah so, um, like that uh, person felt like they were not in a hurry to mm. uh, graduate. If they could stay in school, they'd rather uh, stay in school because, um, yeah, that community and networking part was like mm. a very big part of their education and like yeah doesn't sound uh, surprising at all yes and like a big help uh, seemed like a big help in the future Mm. Uh, yeah wow so yeah i i also feel sometimes that like there is something that's lacking because uh, yeah you kind of study for several years in the group of Mm. uh, people who will do the same thing that yes that you will do so it's like also kind of support but yeah uh, also i guess you share information and through school you find clients and yeah but i think like school yeah like it's more about all those things than like learning to actually like learning to paint or stuff i think true i mean of course at school you get assignments and you have to like illustrate uh like things for those mm-hmm. projects but like I don't think there's that much like okay let's like look at how we paint and then like people are learning that no they're kind of learning how to use like those skills I think like in a work in yeah in work <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, how to turn those skills into like uh, I don't know yeah products yeah exactly it's not like so yeah that that side i i feel like is tough to try and figure out kind of alone (laughs) yes definitely but i've been also lately kind of maybe craving a little bit of like Maybe some kind of mentorship or something like that. Mm. I've been looking at some courses that uh, other illustrators uh, run. Yeah. Uh, and, and mostly about like being an illustrator as a job. And like uh, so that this one person who is already a successful illustrator mm-hmm. would kind of um, come together with like a group of people 
who are not on their level yet mm -hmm. and then kind of uh, instruct them through their experience. Mm. That seems like very interesting to me lately yeah. and I've been already like considering some <laughs> some courses like that and I, I think it's like very nice that it's like a small usually it's in a small group and so are those like uh, like in real life like you yes, would actually yes. meet in a yeah. same I mean, physical I, space yeah. or? I'm sure they're also online <clears throat> yeah, versions yeah, yeah. like that but the ones I've been looking at were like in real life mm. so we actually talk to that person and wow. to other people who want to learn from this person and yeah. and they look at your work and like you do things together mm. so I, I find that way of education like very interesting because also you kind of yeah uh, for like a short period of time you kind of get into this and all you do is like spend time yes. together in this group and and I guess it could be also like when you come out you're like on the next level somehow because you yeah. uh, dig in deep into like yes things that you want to learn from this person and yeah yeah, and maybe things you're struggling with. and Yeah, that sounds, like, really valuable to get, like, yeah, someone with the experience to really, like, look at your work and really, like, that kind of insight is not, like, easy to get in just, yeah, like, in all, pretty much any other way, yes, I guess. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like, just learning directly from the person who does what you want to do. Yeah. 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 It also sounds really scary. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But sounds I mean, scary. But yeah. to me somehow it sounds less scary than applying to school. Mm, yes. And like yeah. doing all this stuff because this is more uh like more particular. There's this mm. one kind of topic yeah. that you want to learn. There's this one person that you want to learn from and Yeah. Uh to me it sounds more understandable and easier to grasp like what am I going to get from this? Yeah. And also, I think, but it still comes with um, with some networking and some connections. So there is a bit of that, of course, still. Yeah. Um, but like, maybe yeah, on a I'm sure. Level. Like, yeah, and it might even be in a way easier if it's like the smaller group. And you're all like in this like exactly same situation. Well, I guess mm -hmm. like. In art school as well, like I guess the class sizes are not very big, but but still, yeah, I, I can see that it, um, yeah, it's a good way to network and to meet people. Oh, I hate the word networking. Yeah, sounds yeah. So like, what can I get out of these people? Yes, but I mean, just yeah. like it's a good way to meet people who share your interests and like have the same or similar like goals and. Yes, uh, yes. Kind of True. Experiences, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking at the time now and we are almost at an hour. Oh my god. Well, I'm almost done, but like not, not quite. Yeah, I'm not even close to done, but <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll still need to practice to like talk and uh, yeah. draw at the same time. I think for the first like 20 minutes, I'm not sure how much drawing I actually did. I just got so carried away yes. talking. But I guess, um, yeah, to not drag this like even longer, like super long, I guess we could today kind of kind of finish these off camera but still show you yes. what we like. We will definitely show you yes. on social media. Yes. 
and at the end of this video, let's edit like a like a photo of oh, this yeah, or true. something. Yeah, we can we do can that. Do <laughs> yes. Yeah. If I'm happy with this, no, we're gonna show this stuff yeah, either yeah. way. This yes. is like a low pressure, no need to make a masterpiece every time. Yeah. Just drawing for fun, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about this earlier. I was like, oh, I'm so nervous to draw on camera. <laughs> but then, yeah, like, this is not to show you, like, or to prove to anyone, like, look at us. We are actual <laughs> illustrators. We only create these amazing pieces. No, it's like, we're just talking and chilling and relaxing and, like, drawing at the same time. Yes. It's just for fun for us as well. And hopefully for you too. I don't know. I feel like this hour went by so fast yes. and I'm not even sure what did we talk about. Was this? I hope this was enjoyable. Yes, I hope so too. Uh, well, once you... It's going to be a while for us until we hear from you. Yes. <laughs> because we're pre-recording these. Yes. Uh, but uh, please let us know in whichever... We don't even have like the socials yet, but they're yeah. going to be in the description. Yes, we will. <laughs> and yes. please let us know in the comments and in whatever things we link later yes. what you think about this yes. and like what what are you expecting from this uh, yes. podcast and is this like fun for you how what do you think about this format like yeah. drawing together and yes. have you been drawing with us now yes yeah also like please tag us in your drawings we would love to see yes. if you drew together with us that would be so amazing and i think like in the future we had this idea that we of course like we want to include you more in these episodes so i think like uh, at some point yes when we, we maybe, will like, let you have know some listeners yeah we were we might have some questions or maybe show your art or something so if you have ideas for that yes. i guess that would also be yeah. valuable for us mm -hmm. Yeah, we're still like developing this whole concept, so yes. <laughs> we are very open to uh, suggestions and uh, your ideas and things. Yes, but thank you for listening or watching or both, and yes. we'll see you in the next episode. Yes, yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Drawing Club podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Drawing Club Podcast or email us at drawingclubpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me, Mia, on Instagram at mia.minerva and on YouTube as Mia Minerva. Sasha, where can we find you? I'm on Instagram at Sasha underscore Kretova. This podcast was created by us, Mia Minerva and Sasha Kretova. Olli Arni created the theme song and assisted with the recording and Dmitri Zerbin took care of audio mastering. Welcome to the club, friends.